All righty, back out of here on The Fan. We're going to get to the Guardians when that one wraps up. Should be shortly. We'll also get to Ohio State and Michigan as well. Now let's get to The Fan Focus. All right, waiting us off here. It's Lyman, it's Ken, is the two talk about the running back position. Do fans care that you have one position that is so devalued to this extent that guys who are a big part of the game plan, I mean, running backs, uh, they, they, they touch the ball more than just about anybody else, way more than a wide receiver does, way more than a tight end does. Uh, they're the ones that on the goal line, they get the ball, and then they get into the end zone. They, they, they are the guys that everybody knows. People still know who the running backs are on most teams, and yet they disproportionately are impacted by the way that the NFL has evolved. So do they care? Do you care that these running backs, I know we have a running back that is celebrated and still did get a decent contract. I mean, it goes McCaffrey, Kamara, Henry, then Chubb in terms of average salary per year. Do you even care? Because in the NBA, we don't really do this. Guards, forwards, centers, I mean, if they're really good, they all make the max contract. Doesn't matter. There's no real difference. Uh, in baseball. In baseball, we know there's a difference between pitchers and everybody else, but overall, is there a huge difference between the dip first base, shortstop, outfield? I mean, they, you, you have a chance to make a ton of money no matter what. With running back, you don't. What, by the so way, do you, you care? McCaffrey, do fans Kamara, even care? You went McCaffrey, Kamara, who and Chubb? Henry. And Derek Henry. Okay, thank yeah. you. Like, fans are hearing this, and I'm seeing the responses from fans based on all these guys that came out yesterday. It's so it's so funny, the tough guys, the tough guys that respond to Derrick Henry, and they're like, well, who cares? That's a, that's the position. It's capitalism. It's supply and demand. What's the problem? Well, that's the Internet. But, but it's just funny to see that, yeah. like guys talking to Derrick Henry as if they would ever say that to him no. in person. Never. Never would. But, but either way, I don't think fans care. Certainly the GMs, they, they, they're the ones that get to decide this stuff. How would this ever change? I think fans do care, though, because it bothers me that Travis Kelsey makes $14 million a year, but Christian Kirk makes $20 million a year. And it's just because of the position. There's just something that fundamentally isn't right there. And I know I am arguing on behalf of millionaires to make more millions, but if the money's going to be spread out one way or another, I feel like it should go towards the people that have actually earned that money. Your impact on a team is what should matter the most. The top running backs should have an impact on a team that is much larger than your run-of-the-mill running back, and they should be rewarded for that. A lot of that in the 7 and 8 o'clock hour Odyssey Rewind. Go back and listen to that. Nick and Dustin on Talking Sports away from the microphone. In fairness, you also got to enjoy uh, lobster and steak. Oh, a lot of lobster. With Albert Breer. Yeah. So, now, how did this work out? Because we didn't talk about how it worked. Did you just say, oh, yeah, we're having lobster and steak, and then Albert showed up? No. I had been texting him all weekend because we were there, and he was, like, heading to Providence to visit his parents, and then something happened. They had to cancel at the last minute, so it was, like, halfway between where he lives and where my uncle lives. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, well, I'm just coming over now. Oh. I'm like, yeah, come on over. I was, I was more jealous about the lobster and steak than I was about seeing Albert. But Albert and lobster and steak would be a hell of a night. And cerveza. And, and my, uh, my my cousin's husband loves Albert mm-hmm. and listens to him on the radio all the time. Mm-hmm. And basically got himself an hour radio show. That's funny. Personal. That's funny. I was at my nephew's birthday party over the weekend, and uh, um, 
I de- definitely end up talking about a lot of sports. And everybody always apologizes. Yeah, they always do. Like, you're like I'm, I'm so sorry. I know you're you're not working. You don't want to talk. I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's fine. They pay me to do this, and I'm a, a like, I'm the lucky one. So like, I, yes, I would be I would be doing this if they weren't paying me. So we're okay. This is actually fun for me. Now, two of them have been doing radio for a very long time. I've also been doing radio for a very long time. I have never once had... I'm not calling them liars because, hey, their experiences in life are different than mine. Maybe they seem like they're being bothered when maybe I just don't seem like I'm being bothered. I'm not sure. I've never had anyone apologize for it. In fact, I've made the note in my head way too many times that nobody ever does make that connection. Nobody ever sits back and says, oh, I know you do this for a living, so maybe you don't want to do this. Now can we talk Browns? No one ever makes that connection. With me, it just I, and this is just my own personal experience, I feel like people only want to talk sports, but then when they get into it, they have no regard for the fact that this is what I do five hours a night. But I don't mind it. I, I enjoy it. So maybe I just give off the vibe that I enjoy it and it is what it is. Maybe that's all that is. I, I, I don't really know. I don't know. But I've never had anyone even acknowledge the fact that I'm doing something. Like, like for instance, if you if you see your tax guy... And you're out and about, and you ask your tax guy a question. You're probably like, shoot, do I need to send you a 50 for this advice? Like, I'm I'm sorry. I know this is not what you do. You want to just go eat shrimp cocktail, and I'm asking you about, you know, real things that I probably should make an appointment for. And then everyone acknowledges that. But with me, it's not. It's just different. Maybe it's because, I guess, if you really wanted to talk sports with me, you can just call in. 216-474-0092. I'm here all night. There's no, like, hotline for a therapist where you can just call in and not get charged for. Maybe that's got to be, that might be part of the difference. But I've never had anyone acknowledge it that way. Never, not once. I thought that was fascinating. All right. Uh, Basket and Phelps in the Cavs Summer League title. I don't know. I, I wanted them to win last night. Like, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I do get a little pumped about them. It's on the championship scale of, you know, this one's for you, Cleveland. Compared to, I said this to Peter Lynn last night, I texted him, I go, this one's for you, Solon, Ding. to win last night. So it's just like, you know, it's 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 a one on a scale of, you know, one to ten. But it's still a championship, and it's a win. It's, it's good for the organization, and it's good for the folks that were playing last night. And hopefully J.B. Bickerstaff saw some guys that he might be able to look at on the bench and say, hey, I can play you later in the game. He might even introduce himself to some of the guys that played for him last year that he doesn't really know. So it'll be great. And now we poke fun. So how big is the banner allowed to be for this? Is it like a half a banner? Is it is it like a quarter banner? Do they just get like the little flags that you give to little kids on Memorial Day or the 4th of July that go, yay! Look, it's a bumper sticker. The Solon line was great. The bumper sticker on was great. And congratulations to me for getting a ding. As if I'm someone of note. As if that was a name drop by Baskin. I made it. Mama, we made it. I love that. That's great. All right, we go to Ken and Lima in the morning as the two guys talked about a guy getting stuck under the tarp at a baseball game during a rain delay. you got to remember, the tarp is heavy. The claustrophobia would be ridiculous. And I, how much air do you have underneath it? Well, that was my initial thought was... Can I just doink the clown it and stay down there for until the till the rain's over? No, but the air is no. going to run out. Yeah, you're going to run out of air. You're oh. in trouble. I'm, I'm start- Everybody's laughing. I think this guy's in trouble. I'm starting to get nervous just thinking about it. That, that that to me cannot be fun. Everyone's just laughing. That's the thing. Everybody in the stands is laughing. It's a viral clip. The announcers are making fun. I'm down there looking for air with my life on the line, and they're just sitting there keep a pocket laughing. Money. 
I don't have a knife on me. And now you, gotta, you know how you, you gotta f- stab your way out from the middle. Guess yeah. if I carried a carried a piece. Now you know how all these people. <laughs> no, God, no, I wasn't no. saying that. No, your nut job. has got his concealed carry just to just get out. No. Just to get out of tarp situation. Yeah, how easy would it be to rip with your not, bare no, hands? Not, not, no, it's, it's not a tarp. Even, no. So it's not the tarp is no. heavy. It's well constructed. So yeah. It takes like a dozen people many, to get it out there. How many deaths have they had? There's, there, I don't there, know. There must be hundreds. I don't tarp know. Deaths, I'm looking it up right now. Look it, up tarp deaths. It happens. I mean, it, hap- it probably happens more often than not. Probably more death, of those than airplane death deaths. part, but it probably happens more than you think. People getting caught. Under, I've seen people get caught under the tarp in minor league baseball before. And it's just one big joke to everybody, except then there's a body. Usually, they're like, where's Jeff? And someone goes and looks for Jeff. I, I actually agree with you. I would be terrified. I would be terrified. I mean, underneath there would be terrified. I, I, I just don't know. I mean, while, while everybody's just laughing, every second counts. All right, so add that to another fear. This week, I've added... That as a fear of mine. Also, uh, it, because of Jeff Passan breaking his back on a tree falling on it, I've added that as a new fear of mine. It's fantastic. Just keep racking these up. Uh, you know, now that I have sleep apnea and I sleep with a CPAP machine, I, I don't think I'm as claustrophobic as I once was. I actually think the CPAP machine would prepare me quite well for being trapped underneath the tarp. I don't know that that's going to go well. All right, Nick and Dustin. On the new Browns helmets. Seeing the white helmet with the white unis, it's dope. I think I'm now in on the white unis. Yeah, man. I and, don't, and they're wearing them three times. I don't think as a fat I would look good in a white uni because I'm there's already um, enough white here. But you look better than I think orange. Think. Although I'd still look like a traffic No, color. no, you'd look like a uh, orange barrel. Okay, maybe maybe I'm not the right person to model on. Maybe. Maybe there's only a few things that might look good on me. Brown, maybe. No, nobody looks good in brown. Well, you did go to Bowling Green. That's true. The Ivy League of the Mac, as everybody calls it. Meaning you. As everybody calls it. (laughs) Um, No, I really liked it. And I can't figure, like, it's so funny. Like, I can't figure when people have a a negative reaction to this, when it's... Clearly, like, this isn't everything. The, 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 let's be honest. The Browns screw up almost everything. Yes. Right? They didn't screw this one up. That's got to be the consensus. It, it was a win for the Browns. There's no doubt about it. I think they've messed up some things in the past. I think they've gotten some things right they didn't get credit for. Brown and the Elf, they got right. Nationally, they got zero credit for it. This was a win. Everyone unanimously seemed like they enjoyed it, like it looked sharp. It's a good move. Good job, Browns. Way to go. Odyssey Rewind. You can hear my thoughts. 840 on that. Tay Seth will join us coming up at 10 o'clock. The latest on the running back value. How the game is moving. The direction the game is moving. We'll get to all that at 10 o'clock. Guardians are about to wrap up. When the Guardians wrap up, we'll talk some Gardos with you guys. They are just destroying the Pirates right now, 10 to 1. So we're going to get to that one as well. Off the beaten path will come at 940. But we come on back. Let's talk a little Ohio State-Michigan before the Guardians game wraps up. There's just a thought I had. Paul Feinbaum was on ESPN talking the way that he talks. And he made a statement that Ohio State could beat Georgia and he said USC could beat Georgia as well. And he's he just listing off teams that he thought could beat Georgia and try to stop Georgia from going for their third title. He did not include Michigan. 
Did Michigan lose respect with the playoff loss? And is Feinbaum allowed to bring up Ohio State without bringing up Michigan? We'll do that and more next. It's overtime with Jonathan Peterson here with you guys on the fan. 